Hi, Jaisley. Hello. <laughs> I love this that you think you're shy because you're not shy. Internally, I feel shy. Yeah, me too. But I know I'm very outgoing. Yeah. I'm like a mix of. Outgoing. I think it's a good. It's a balance of like introvert, extrovert, like protective of yourself, but also can turn it on. Yeah. 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 I think so. Like, I prefer to be outgoing. Yeah. But it takes a lot of guts for me to approach a situation with yeah. multiple people. I mean, I'm an only child, so I think that's Me too. Well, sort of. I was until yeah. I was 13, so effectively I'm an only child. Okay, yeah. My formative years. Yeah. Only child. I remember I was thinking about today, like, I used to be so shy that if my parents would introduce, you know, parents like introduce you to some other adult, I wouldn't mm. know what to do, so I would just spin in circles. It was like mm. a way to like escape oh, reality. Like physically yeah, spin. Yeah, like, like physically spin and <laughs> like my mind spins in yeah. circles every day. <laughs> so I think that my mind was like projecting out of my body. And that, you know, this is when I'm like three or four. And my parents are like say hello, Mikey, and yeah. I'm just like nope. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hug my mom's it's like leg. Like an awkward situation. Yeah, for sure. but some okay. kids are like hello. <laughs> Yeah, I, honestly, I was hel- like the hello kid. I was yeah. very like trying to be entertain everyone in yeah. my family. And then I think I became shyer as I got older. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, let's. Uh, you've, I think you've listened to the podcast, so you know I have. what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's start from age seven. What were you up to when you were seven years old? Age seven. So I was thinking about this. If you're seven, you're in what grade? Like second grade. In second grade. Should I close this window, by the way? Yeah, maybe. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> we don't need the construction noises, but they won't pick up too much. Yeah, seven is like second grade. Okay, so seven, second grade. I was like in Del Pueblo Elementary School. In Colorado. In Colorado. Mm-hmm. Still learning in, in Spanish. So I started learning English when I was in third grade. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I was learning like math, everything in Spanish. And yeah, I was living in a house with like my whole family. I'm not from the U.S. I'm yeah. born in Mexico. Yeah. I was a wild child. Definitely got in trouble for talking too much. I yeah. was a kid that like talked too much but could get her work done. Like class clown. But would distract everyone else. Me too. Yeah. Because I was like, I could get my work done and also have time to goof around. The teachers would be like, okay, you're getting A's, but like, you're a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. And I kind of got away with kids. it. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. So you started learning English in third grade. In third grade, yeah. Like I knew how to speak it, but I didn't know how to read and write it. Right, because you were exposed to it, but you didn't like learn it formally. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that if you learn a language before the age of 13, you don't have an accent. But after that, like it's really hard to get. So you don't have an accent. I don't have an accent. I think it's partly from being Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. I do get an accent around my family. Really? Yeah. When you're speaking English. When I'm speaking English, yeah, 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 you get a little like if I'm talking to my cousin, I talk like my cousin talks. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, I do. That, that's like that mimicry thing where you kind of like mimic the person you're with. Yeah, I think as an only child, that's like, I don't know, because like I always envied my friends who had siblings because they like their older siblings or their younger sibling, like they would kind of tell them what's cool and they'd bounce off each other. And an only child, you're like. I don't know how to do it. Like, I don't know how to be. Right. So I would like attach to my cousins or my friends and be like, try to like kind of take on their personality. Yeah. As okay. a way of like trying things on. Never heard of that, but does yeah, that Does possibly. that track with you? Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, my cousins were definitely like my siblings, I'd say. We're all kind of around the same age and we yeah. live together. Um, but yeah, anytime I'm home, I just automatically, I wish I could like do it naturally and like transition back and forth yeah. with that accent, like for auditions. Yeah. Because a lot of like auditions are like, oh, we want Latino, but she has to have an, like a Latino 
accent mm-hmm. speaking English. But you can't turn that on. I can't do it. Really? <laughs> Interesting. So it has it's like it has to be genuine for you. It has to be genuine. I'm yeah. sure if I practiced it, but yeah, it, yeah, I just haven't. Like, well, that's interesting because, it. like, I mean, you're you're like a commercial it girl right now. Let's give you commercial. some flowers right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I, okay. I've been wanting to have you on this podcast for a long time because you're like you're living the dream. I mean, we're here in like on the beach in Marina yeah. del Rey. Yeah. You have a great spot, and your career has like been kind of stratospheric in terms of like you've only been doing commercials for three think, years, four I years. I think it's either four in this month, either four or five. I. COVID kind of got me all confused. Yeah, I know. Same. I feel like it's four. It's not a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You count it on one four hand. Four or five. <laughs> yeah. But like people, you know, there's that whole thing like it takes 10 years to be an overnight success and like that's oh, when yeah, you absolutely. might pop on like TV and film. But yeah. I found and I got into commercials later when I was like 26 or so. Um, it, like, it takes a slow burn. It was a really slow burn for me, especially like my category. I wasn't like super in demand in terms of like what is aesthetically in style. What would you say is your category? Like white Midwestern, all American, like kind of, okay. you know, like when I started doing mostly fitness modeling, it was like Hapas, like half Asian Pacific Islander okay. mixed, ethnically ambiguous. That was sort of, and then like they were like, Michael, you just go in the background. <laughs> Okay. And we met on a shoot for Corona. Yeah. Because you were the principal and I was background. I was like kicking no, the soccer ball. No, you were ball. not background. I, I, was t- I was literally background. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, I booked that job off Instagram because the production company was like, we need some background for the I San Diego was, job. I thought it was all hero talent. I thought it was all uh-uh. principal. I was not a hero. Wow. Well, you shone through it anyways. Yeah. I would have thought you were a principal. No, I mean, because everyone, gave off that Because everyone energy. was kind of background on that job, I felt. No, you were right up there. Well, I mean, yeah, but like they would switch people off. At least because yeah. we did different scenes too. You were more on the beach. We were more on like the barbecues. Yeah, and then they, they brought di- me in. Group, we were like sitting next to each other in some chairs and they were using my arm. Yeah, but they were using my back. Yeah. So, I mean, and it, I was it, like just cheating out. I was like, It was blurry, <laughs> but you were getting paid more than me. So that's just. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess in the sense of like rates yeah. probably, yeah. But I had I had heard about you before I met you. Because Marta, our mutual friend and agent at Daniel Hoff, yeah, uh, we were hiking and she's like, "Do you know Jaisley?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "Oh, you haven't worked with Jaisley? Like she books everything." Oh, and my I was like, "Oh, I think I I've seen her. her." And then like the next week, we were on that Corona shoot in San Diego. Oh, cool. So it was cool. And I was like, "That's her." Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, here. stop! <laughs> but so like, that, Marta's like my biggest fan though, because she's like my friend. So that's a good thing to have your agent as a friend and fan. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. we we just regardless of work, we're just like same vibe. So. Yeah. Yeah. But so this all goes to say, like, you kind of hit the ground running. Like you you got into this and it like took off and yeah. you're making a living. And, you're, you know, it took me took me probably four years to be full time, maybe even longer. Okay. And I didn't I started, you know, in 2013. So like the industry was a little bit more inaccessible. Like there wasn't social media, wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nearly at the same level. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got one agency and I was like, okay, I'm done. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I didn't know about test shoots. I did. It took me a long time to learn yeah. the stuff that I've learned along the way. Yeah. And also because of my my category, it was just like there wasn't a ton of work, and I I didn't know how to push for it. So it took me a while, and, and I like that trajectory. But mm-hmm. I'm curious about your trajectory, just like yeah, being like, oh, um, my trajectory is just like random, I guess. Well, I was going to school for pre-med mm-hmm. in college and I absolutely hated it. I loved school when I was in high school, honor roll student, all of that. And then I got to college and there was like a disconnect with maybe the way of learning. College is so different 
to high school and I was an athlete in high school. So there were so many other things that I could do. Yeah. And then I got to college and I was like kind of unhappy and I entered a, like a Facebook contest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> a modeling Facebook Wait, contest. Wait, what year? So this was like five years I ago? I was, uh, no, this was not five years ago. I was in college. So I was like 18 mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, I was like 18 and it was for like Plato's Closet. It's like a thrift shop. Yeah. You do you know Plato's Closet? I know Plato's Closet, yeah. Yeah. It was in Missouri, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. they have them all over Colorado. And Liz Osbin, shout out to her. She chose me as like the one of the models. They had like three or four models. Yeah. Shot me. I ended up being on buses all around Colorado, like the back of buses. I was yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah. So that I was like, you did have this like stratosphere, like your first job, you're on buses. It was ran- it was yeah. so random. Yeah. But I remember like saying a prayer and being like, I was so unhappy that I was like, if this is like like give me a sign if this is like and then a bus drives and by with bus your face. Drives by and there's me. Okay, here you <laughs> got like... No, but to get chosen, I was like, maybe I need to change my yeah. path because I thought I was gonna be, you know, um I think I was going to school for biochem. Yeah. Well, whatever, pre med. Pre med is rough stuff. <sighs> I mean, I wanna be a, a pediatrician. Yeah. Like but you gotta get through all I the hard sciences, yeah. It, and then I got to school, and I was like, "This is not for me." But, Orgo and all that stuff. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got started. And then from those pictures, I entered another contest for American Eagle. <laughs> a contest and, and won. And and didn't win. Do you buy lottery tickets? You should. I don't, but I I have peculiar um, luck. I feel like it's either really good or really bad because mm-hmm. like i always lose money when i gamble like <laughs> yeah i'm almost i'm always like something's always off when it comes to like me trying to control my luck yeah um but yeah so then i entered another contest on facebook for american eagle and i didn't win but i made it to the finalists so it was like every week they would have finalists mm-hmm. and they sent me like um they sent me a gift card and I wasn't expecting it. It was like a $100 gift card. And I loved American Eagle. So I went shopping. Anyways, I emailed them. And I was like, thank you for the gift card. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we'll, we'll let the production know that, that you, whatever, that you sent like this nice message. And they reached out. Eric, the producer, reached out. And he's like, actually, we're short a few models. Yeah. And it, I thought it was a joke. I was like, what? They're like, we're short a few models. <laughs> Would you want to fly out to New York yeah. for this shoot? Because you didn't win the contest, but like. They're still like, we like your look. Like, yeah. You got far. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, yeah, f- they flew me out to New York. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. That shoe, I mean, man, I was so inexperienced. Yeah. 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 So inexperienced. It's, the first couple shoots are like, oh, I have no clue how this works. Yeah, I had no clue <laughs> yeah. what the hell I was doing. <laughs> They were like, just chill. Like, I was like, wait, am I supposed to be like modely? Yeah. But it was lifestyle, American Eagles lifestyle. So. A bunch of like cool friends hanging out, like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, cool friends hanging out. They got yeah. us on the ferry, then like getting out of a taxi. Anyways, mm-hmm. I thought I was doing the worst job. I called my mom crying and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. All these other girls had experience. Um, some people were new. I think most of the guys were new, but most of the girls were like, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Which um, is super intimidating. Yeah, very intimidating. My first paid shoot ever was for Skechers, and they brought me in because they're like, oh, we're sh- they were short a model, and they wanted someone who they didn't have to pay a full agency day rate to. Okay. And they offered me $500, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. I know. For a day, you're like, <laughs> yeah. heck yeah. And I show yeah. up, and it's me and like seven or eight other like 
agency represented models and they give us our first look and everyone just starts changing in the same room and i was like oh fuck like we're going like yeah you're yeah yeah and there was that moment of like put up or shut up and everyone's so outgoing too i remember being like wow everyone's so chatty and they act like they know each other Mm -hmm. like but no one knew each other yeah um so that was my first glimpse of the industry uh like print wise i guess that was print uh but yeah took those pictures also got chose the picture apparently i was doing a bad job where i felt like i was doing a job bad job but i was must have been doing something right so one of the pictures of me getting out of the taxi made yeah. it to the big like Times square dude what i know i don't know what i'm telling you my look where do you go odd. from here like... <laughs> i i haven't gotten there in a long time <laughs> but yeah i was like okay maybe the tears weren't worth it maybe i was doing something fine and i still bump into i bumped into one of the photographers from that job not too long ago actually yeah um so they're still in the industry it's cool to see people that are still in the industry even after because a lot of people quit yeah whether it's photography like behind the scenes or in front of the yeah they just move on to something adjacent or they get totally tired of it move i I think the pandemic thinned the herd considerably yeah because like it got so rough that people were like i like i can't sustain this i'm bouncing yeah um and then just you know i've been at this for almost 10 years and it's like it you see people come and go and you see people who stuck around and they sort of I don't know. You end up working with a lot of the same people. Yeah, I really love that. That's yeah. like, yeah, makes me feel very like, like it's worth it. But going. so like you thought you're doing a terrible job. You called your mom in tears. <laughs> oh then your face yeah. is on in Times Square. I was like, I must have been doing something. So right. where was it? Where was the point where you're like, I like something about this or I think I could get more comfortable with this or like this is what I want to pursue. Go ahead. Say what, <laughs> what was that? Um, <laughs> the rates. Yeah, the money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, fair. oh, wow, okay. And, and it's not doing chemistry and like, or you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess I am I am definitely money driven. Sure. Um, because I think because I'm an immigrant and I grew up so poor, it's like such a new world. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I, I definitely use it as motivation. Also being happy and like making sure I'm on the right path, but yeah. yeah. So, okay, obviously the money is attractive, but like you don't seem like the kind of person who's like, you know, you you said you romanticized pre-med and becoming a doctor and then it wasn't for you. So you bailed it. You know, a different kind of person would be like, no, I want that sound. Like I want to make that money like at all costs. I don't care about my like livelihood, my lifestyle. Yeah. But you have obviously created a life. You're not living like like extravagantly. You have a no, small yeah. part, small like place by the beach, and like yeah. it's great. And, like, yeah, you're not like I don't know how many like Chanel bags you have. Or I'm not materialistic, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you, you, there must be something about the lifestyle that also is attractive, in tandem with the the monetary compensation. Um, wait, what do you mean? Like, basically, what I'm getting at is like, you wouldn't keep doing this work if it wasn't satisfying you in a way that wasn't just financial. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think I'm also, like, not scared of trying something new. Yeah. Um, I actually find it really exciting to, like, be new at something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the adrenaline. So I think it's – I see – I just see what's right in front of me, and I just go with that. Yeah. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't, then I'll look at something else. You know, like, I'm yeah. not um, – I'm definitely – I should work on – looking more towards the future yeah but i noticed that if i just like put my head down and work no but if i just focus on being focused in what's in front on what's in front of me then it's 
it usually works out. Like it's usually okay. Well, and this. And if I'm feeling like I think joy is like what I am in search for the most. Mm-hmm. And yeah, am I making any sense? You, you're making <laughs> plenty of sense, and I mean like you like exude joy. I think that's why even in your like first shoot in New York, like you, they picked your face to be on on a billboard in Times Square or on the whatever the monitor because like there was a few I mean there was me and a few other mothers yeah Yeah, it was like wrote it was like a rotating billboard thing but you're like you're (laughs) definitely a joyful person so like that's in you and you exude that and that's what you know has led for your to have this pop yeah um but like to your point about putting your head down and just focusing on what's in front of you it's really easy to do that in in this industry because you know, like you get an audition notice the night before and it's like, well, tomorrow I have to do that. And then, mm-hmm. okay, this avail came in and then like you don't have, you can't really project out too far. Yeah. And that's really helpful for me because if I have a nine to five job and I'm just sitting around like, where am I going? I spiral again. I'm spinning in circles. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like it's helpful for me because it's just like the task at hand. Like what's the next? Yeah. But like you, sometimes when I have downtime or the industry's slow or I'm not booking, then I'm like, Wait, where, what am I? Where am I going? What, am, what, yeah. what are we doing here? And you yeah. posted a story recently. You're like, I've, you know, I, I've lost count of how many principal jobs I've done, how many big campaigns, how many commercials, mm-hmm. and you're just like, what's next? Like, yeah. You have those moments of like, okay, like this is all fun and games, but yeah. like, I mean, I think it's finding purpose. Yeah. Like a big part of like me going through this, what's next? That's why I'm here. Because <laughs> I feel like now I can finally share or I feel confident enough or comfortable enough to share. Yeah. Um, is, what was I getting to? Pretty much like. Purpose. Yeah, purpose. Um, I f- figured out my job. I think for the longest time I didn't understand like you get every set is different every job is different and you have to it's like a puzzle you have to kind of figure out Mm -hmm. what's happening do the best job that you can and i kind of i feel like i've done everything under the sun yeah so i'm like okay now i kind of have figured most of it out not all of it i don't know everything but um what do i take with what i've learned or do i take on a new challenge a new role and apply what you've learned and apply what i've learned or maybe i just Turn into a dog groomer. I don't know. (laughs) That's available to you. And I feel like I'm in a similar situation. You know, it's taken me a little bit longer. It's taken me almost 10 years to like, but now I've been on so many sets and I've done so many jobs where I never know what I'm walking into. But once I get to set, I'm like, oh, it's this kind of job. We're we're at we're at this house that they rented. Like the you know, there's not mm-hmm. a huge budget for crafty. It's just a photographer right, and assistant. Or yeah. oh, we're in a studio. There's 50 people doing lighting and grips. And like, mm-hmm. once I get there, I'm like, I've done this before, mm-hmm. and I know I know how to change my like my attitude and my professionalism yeah. to suit whatever. I'm, you feel I'm, the vibe out. I feel the what? vibe out, and yeah. I'm comfortable in most situations you would encounter as a model commercial actor. Right. Same here. Yeah. And yeah, and then it's like, okay, so do I just do this forever? Do I just like yeah, do, do that I forever? Yeah, do I do this forever? Yeah. And I'm a kind which of, I love it. Like yeah. I do love it. And I feel very comfortable with it. And I never thought I'd get to this point. But comfortable like, comfortability is like you know like I know I get a little bored. I don't you, like to be bored. Yeah. yeah, it freaks me out. I'm like, yeah. I gotta go find a new hobby or something. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the new challenge? What is the new application um, of your skill set? You know, I really so with these friend group auditions. I really liked hosting, which, by the way, last night, have you taken the anagram test? Oh, yeah. Wait, no. 
Is that the MBTI that Angel talks about? No, no, no. You're an MBTI. Is that what you are? What's your that's that's the Myers Briggs? Yeah, I don't think I've taken the Enneagram or Enneagram something like test? that. Test. It's like yeah. you're a one through nine. No, I don't think I've done that. Oh, you should take it. Okay. The insight wasn't in, like I blew my mind last night, but I'm a two, and it says those people are usually the hosts mm. or the helper and facilitator kind of. Yeah. So with these group auditions, I like really loved it. Like yeah. I really loved getting my friends together, like coming up with an idea of how to shoot it yeah like kind of being the session director yeah which is part of casting yeah so Uh -uh. i don't know i kind of i'm i'm curious about casting um i have helped do real people casting Mm -hmm. so it's not actors which i actually preferred because it's people that like use the product and you have to get them to open up yeah um so that the yeah so that the client is happy uh, or the ad to talk about whatever. it in a natural way but also yeah. like we need this for camera for the edit for it's yeah. like a massaging yeah towing that line and yeah. most people aren't comfortable being in front of a camera which is why they use actors half which the time. is why and then pretend that, that they're not actors yeah, yeah that's done why a lot that of those job exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why actors exist yeah and yeah i saw a spot that i that i helped cast and i was like whoa that's so sick you know um so i that i find joy in that so maybe possibly that um but i i tend to take my time with things too so like i said i'm just gonna focus right in front i'm gonna put it out there if it happens i'm gonna reach out to people and see if they're looking for help because i'm the helper yeah yeah (laughs) and go from there yeah yeah and you can find some sort of gap in the industry the current industry as it stands that's like i don't see casting being done this way so i could like wiggle in and Make, mm-hmm. make room for myself, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily do it the way it's been done. And I think casting's changed so much in the wake of the pandemic because it's. Yeah, with so virtual. We're auditions. like doing almost everything as a self tape. Sometimes callbacks are in person. Mm-hmm. Have you been going in in person much lately? I have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I've been booked out for a, about a month, but um, before that, yeah. Why are you booked out? Well, I, I just out of town and stuff. Yeah. And then I had family in town. Yeah. Just like. You know, sometimes you work a lot and you're like, I should just, I should just enjoy for like a good month. And it's hard to do though. Cause you're like, what if I miss that national? What if I, I'm good with it. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where it's like my happiness is first. I can't stress yeah. about, man, I've canceled vacations. I've, you know, like, and didn't get refunded for it. Mm-hmm. And same, it's just too stressful Yeah. that now I'm like, if I'm booked out, I'm like, don't even tell me the rate. <laughs> like, if my agent reaches out, I'm like, I don't want to know. I'm just not here. Just pretend yeah. I'm not here. Because it's a trap. Because yeah. it's a trap. And yeah. I and I have ruined vacations or been in a mood because I'm like, God, okay, we're going to go to the beach, but then I have to go back to the room and do the self-tape and then, like, try to enjoy my, like, half in, half out is yeah. so unhealthy um, for me. So. And there's two things you can chase. Like, you can chase the money. And it's like, oh, yeah. I have this vacation plan with my family, but like this is a triple rate national. And it's like, yeah, but the what's that time worth to you? Like that time, yeah. you're not getting that time back. Money yeah. will come. More money can come. Yeah, more jobs will come. And like that's something you need to understand. But then also there's like, especially early in the career, there's the chasing of exposure. Like, oh, this could be a billboard. This could be for this brand. This yeah. could like, my friends are going to see this. It's going to be in this magazine. be a great tear for my portfolio. Yeah. And after you've done, the money thing you, is it's wishy-washy because it's like it comes and goes and that's a tough one to get your head around but like mm-hmm. the exposure and the like 
the ego and the vanity of it like kind of wears off i think Mm. has that happened for you it's like at first it's really exciting and you're like proud to see yourself on tv and then eventually you're just like yeah that's not like filling the hole necessarily um i don't know i always find it exciting i think just like because my grandma will text me and she's like oh my gosh i saw you or people will be like oh i saw you or like i used to go to middle school with you or i used to be you know your coach or and it's i see you in colorado now so i think that's why i still love it because i i see the other like other people that i love enjoy it and through them i also am still like oh if i'm in a commercial for like a blink of an eye like a second but someone's like oh i saw you i'm like oh yay like they're happy for me yeah and that makes me happy for the people you care about and love yeah 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 not necessarily for like the followers and like the no i mean i have no followers (laughs) some followers but like i mean i open postmates i see your face i like Uh, watch a starbucks ad i see your face i go to target i see like you're everywhere i like to be everywhere which is a good thing (laughs) um yeah i got unlucky for sure yeah but like and it's good. It's nice that like people. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It's not that I have. I mean, I have gotten lucky, but I do really pride myself in being focused at work mm-hmm. and trying to connect with the DP, photographer, or director to kind of get a glimpse of what they're imagining yeah. so that I can help them capture whatever they're imagining. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think by doing that, then those photos get chosen to be here or there or yeah. that cut of the commercial gets chosen because you know it's like because you're you're focused. like you're helping with their vision like yeah you're a blank canvas for them to paint on as opposed to being like i want to be front and center because i want my face in focus and like then yeah. they're gonna be like you're like pushing against like we don't what are you doing your energy is yeah. not matching mine yeah and i think honestly american eagle taught me that lesson it's like oh you can think it's going terribly and then mm-hmm. For some reason they picked that you don't know yeah. what they're seeing in you you don't yeah. know what they're capturing um so i just yeah try to focus on doing a good job and seeing what or try to see what they want then yeah i mean this is not a, like a real concern but like do you ever wonder about like too much exposure like i'm in too many ads right now like or do you think there's no like saturation point um huh that's a good question like, you know, like the Verizon guy, like he lost that job and he's like, oh, I used to be an actor. I can't. I'm, I'm just the Verizon guy forever. I can't do anything else. You're, you're not. I'd be in... the Verizon girl any day. Yeah, um, I, I don't think so. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I just think like also all ads are different and it's kind of nice to have like, oh, like I'm super smiley in this one. Oh, this is like more beauty. And I'm like chiller. Yeah. And yeah, I just like the variety of like, and I feel like, I don't know, maybe other people see me differently, but I feel like I look different in a lot of my ads, like, I'm, like completely different. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, put me on everything and I might, you might not even realize that I'm the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not worried. Not worried. No. We're going to see your face forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe you'll see my face at casting. I don't know. What about TV and film? TV and film. Oh, my gosh. Struggle, struggle. Um, I would love to. Um, I did start auditioning during the pandemic for, um, yeah, for that kind of stuff. Um, Because that can be a new challenge. I do enjoy it. That is a new challenge. I have been in acting class pretty much since I got my first agency because the lady was like, get into class. You're going to book a lot of commercials. So I've, I've done all of like the Hollywood classes that people mm-hmm. recommend um like which ones 
I did, um, first off, I did Groundlings mm -hmm. because that's improv. Then I did uh, either Leslie Kahn or Anthony Mindel's Actors Workshop. Yep. Um, and then... Did you do Killian's? I, I did do Killian's, but that was later. That was kind of like an ask for my agent. Yeah. Um, I've gone to like little workshops where people, like working actors, would talk about what they do and whatnot. But as far as acting, I guess, yeah, those are the four. I feel like I'm missing one, but. You've done them all. Like I've done, done them the, all. Yeah. I mean, I stopped taking class during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, just because I was like virtual class. It doesn't make any sense mm -mm. to me. So, yeah. yeah, I should get back into it. But I do enjoy acting. I love it. But I was very, I, I like commercial. Yeah. I really like commercial and I'm thankfully busy with it and it's kind of hard to do both mm -hmm. i think um i'm sure it'll come or the day will come like where i crave to be studying sides and all that but i was getting so overwhelmed with like it's a very different process yeah i was getting so overwhelmed with also i wasn't just getting like i was thankfully was getting multiple auditions mm -hmm. for tv and film and i was like oh snap so many sides and i feel very comfortable learning sides and being off book and all that like i'm because of class yeah that's not the intimidating part of it. It's just like the time of like you have to do five commercial auditions and then also do yeah. two TV and film and you have to find a reader now. Like I wish I think the day where um, TV film auditions go back to in person, I'm all in. Like, yeah, because I, I need. But they've always booked off tape like they've always booked off tape even more than commercials. Really? For like the smaller parts like. If you're just a co-star, yeah, like a lot of those book off tape because they're just like, we need you to say like, do you want fries with that? Like we don't need yeah. to bring you in. Yeah. So yeah, you do have I didn't to get, get a that reader. many co-stars to be honest. Oh, you're just going for series regulars. Yeah, that <laughs> might have been the issue. <laughs> I did get uh, some. Yeah. But like, I could count the co-stars versus the. Wow. Yeah. What a charmed life. <laughs> what a charmed life. No, but I didn't book anything. I did get pinned yeah. for a uh, gaslight with Julia Roberts. So. Really. Mm-hmm. That's but that's all I got. I mean, I didn't make it. Um, I saw the girl that got booked. She doesn't look anything like me. But it doesn't matter though. It's not about look necessarily. Is it not for TV? I don't film? know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just know it's a very different process. Like the preparation process is different. The auditioning process is a totally different skill set. And then the shooting process is very different. You know, I've oh, I did photo. one indie rom com, and you know, we shot it in ten days. But a ten day theatrical shoot is much different than a two-day commercial shoot, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, intense scenes, way more intense dialogue, um, just, like, the setups are so much different. Commercials, half the time, they're like, do you know your lines? Like, oh, I have lines? Like, they just, I they'll, know. they'll yeah, throw yeah. them at you as you walk to set. Yeah. And then they'll just do 100 takes, and you'll get, they'll get it right and do the yeah. options, and the client's like, yeah, but now smile with no teeth. Now smile with teeth. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's just less pressure. Mm -hmm. But I like the brevity of it. I like that it's, like, you're not committing to the next three months of your life. You're committing to it's a Wednesday and a Thursday shoot. Like, yeah. and then I go to the next job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do like that too. I like, um, yeah, it's like a new adventure every time. Yeah. I like that. And it, it taps into the like not getting bored thing. You know, it's like, yeah. Oh, I'm in a studio here. Now I'm on the beach. Now I'm, yeah. you know, driving a car. What was yeah. that shoot you did where you were driving like some gorgeous Porsche? Oh, the, it was for a, a Leela hotel. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it was just like an in-house commercial for them, I believe. Yeah, internal. 
yeah and internal sorry not in-house internal um yeah that one was uh i booked it with my friend jasper yeah they just wanted to show off that you could i think part of the hotel you could just rent one of the cars there yeah. like it's part of the service oh, that's cool so it was sick we yeah were driving, it looked sick we were driving down big sur like the one just like in a beautiful convertible porsche thank god i know how to drive a stick shift yeah important <laughs> skill important skill when you're a commercial yeah actor, for can sure. you drive a motorcycle ride I a motorcycle don't i've thought about it yeah i want to get my license just to have it i do my... too yeah. we should do it together we should do the little take some classes I think you can take the classes and then you automatically get if you take it yeah, through the DMV. Yeah, you get the M one, yeah. Because mm-hmm. just having that on your resume is it helps. It opens you up for a lot more jobs. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> do you ever? So like, there's this. We can't drive on the highway though. We just do it for commercial. I don't want to die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what I, that's why I haven't done it. I'm I know. Like, I mean, like if I lived in Montana, I would love to have a motorcycle. But LA seems like you're gonna like you're gonna get in an accident. Yeah. How bad is the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, just Anyways. For commercial. Yeah, commercial. So like that, I've realized over the course of my career that like the more things I'm passionate about, the more things I'm good at, and the more things I can genuinely put on my resume and say like, oh, I play baseball, I play golf. Like mm-hmm. that opens me up to all these different jobs. And like mm-hmm. the fuller your life is, the fuller your career is. And it sort of like goes back and forth. Exactly. But. That's literally it. And like there's time. Podcast over. <laughs> just kidding. No, but, but, but let me play devil's advocate. Yeah. Um. You know, these situations where you're on the PCH and Big Sur driving this beautiful vintage Porsche for a commercial. And you're like, what is my life? But yeah, you're not quite doing it, you know? like, Oh, you can't fully enjoy it. Yeah. like Yeah, I agree. Like, I'll book these rock climbing jobs in, you know, Joshua Tree or like up in Mount Shasta where I'm trail running for two days. But I'm not really trail running for two days. Like, I'm running the same 50 feet of trail. Yeah. 15 times with a drone flying over me and then like you know like I'm tired and I'm hungry and like so you're like getting super close to the things you love but not quite doing them yeah and sometimes I'm like am I not living <laughs> like is it a yeah fake? I usually have the moment of joy after the job wraps yeah I'm like whoa look at all the wild stuff we yeah. did yeah I was gonna curse can I curse you I don't should curse. curse um <laughs> I, curse I don't curse on the regular so I'm like but I, but it is wild stuff. Like you're, so usually I have that moment after when I rap. But during it, like for example, also shout out to the team who brought me on that job because I'd worked with them before and mm-hmm. I felt so lucky for them to bring me back. And That's I always question, I'm like, why do people bring me back? But so lucky to have been chosen. But yes, when you're there, like there's so many things happening. Yeah. Like when I was driving the car, I was making sure that i was like kind of like leaning out of the car and also they're driving like on the other side making yeah. sure like and i'm driving You're cheating towards camera I'm cheating towards camera while driving and at pretending with your pace. fake boyfriend yeah, yeah at the yeah. same pace as they want and then they're also giving us cue we i don't think we had a walkie on that one so they're giving us cue so i'm telling jasper like hey i'm not really watching yeah you have to tell me if they're like speed up <laughs> like i'm watching the road yeah, okay okay yeah. but i'm not i can't look over to my left because yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm supposed to be driving right so i'm like jasper you look at the i think it was the dp that was like waving his hand when he wanted us to pass because he, he has to get that shot of us passing right, right? um so there's so many things happening so you're um, not really driving this car on the you're PCA. Like it's outside like, of your body. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's like you're on a green screen. Like it's 
I don't know. I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at is like, you know, when I do a rock climbing job. But you're still there. You're still there. And yeah. it's better than being behind a desk. You know, it's like. Yeah, I still fully enjoy it. Lots of deep yeah. breaths while I'm doing it, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And I feel like the the moment that you can, if you can just let go and be there, they can capture that on camera. Yeah. And that's money. Like. Well, that's the key is like acting as it like for this turn like they're like, all right this is the money shot like when you do this turn like we're gonna try to like then you have to just be in the moment and pretend like yeah like this is my lover we're on this romantic escape yeah. and that's cool to just like to really be in that moment yeah 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 i try to be in the moment as much as i can i just like i said i just like to be focused and i enjoy being you know on set and like trying to figure out yeah would it be cool if i raised my hand like little things like that very commercial of me yeah. to say but would it be cool yeah. would it be kind of awkward just try i just try it usually and the yeah. directors are like no 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 or like yeah, yeah. oh we like that do that again you know yeah and try to make every take different yeah i mean there's that that balance point of like knowing when to offer an idea or maybe to just like do and i like show them something and hope they can oh, say oh i, I love that love showing something new yeah 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 that's like where i get my pick, adrenaline yeah i'm like oh they don't know what i'm about to do and then sometimes they'll be like yeah we love it yeah. and sometimes they're like okay maybe less like hands down <laughs> jc hands down and you're like oh yep, i was like okay. not gonna raise my hands again. but I, at least i did it for myself too right yeah. i'm like okay at least i tried it because i would have kicked myself if i would have left set and been like oh, i should have twirled well, yeah and isn't that like make a choice like when you look yeah. at like, straight acting it's like just do something. Try yeah. something. Don't yeah. just walk in and say, like, do you want fries with that? Like, you know, yeah. just just like do, add real life to it. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, going back to this idea of when like real life and commercial life intersect, it's like, oh, if I get my M1 license, like that'll open, open me up to like a job with Harley Davidson or with yeah, Triumph. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, am I just doing things now because I could get more work for like? But aren't we lucky? Yeah. To have that. Yeah. Like that's what, how I see it. I'm like, oh, I'm so, because I am like more of an adventurous person. I'm like, I'm so lucky that I'm not only doing this for myself, mm -hmm. but it's gonna benefit me as well. Yeah, I guess so, that's a really good way to look at it. Where it's yeah. like, this is something I'd like to do on my own anyway, and it also might help my career. Yeah. At the same time. And if it doesn't, at least I, you know, did something new. Yeah. I mean, I think about that, too, a lot when I'm like, I want to eat everything, like hot dogs, burgers, everything. And I'm like, I can't because I have to, I have to, my skin, it's mostly my skin that breaks out. But like, my skin has to look yeah. good for, I have to take care of myself. And I feel like that's very lucky. Like, I have to yep. take care of myself in order to be good at my job. It sounds so weird. No, I'm saying, <laughs> like, I have to work out, like, I have to be active two hours a day, almost every day, like, just yeah. to maintain the way I, the way I want to feel physically and, like, the, what makes me the most confident physically. And, like, most of my friends, like, don't have that luxury if they have, like, you know, like, a full-time office job, like, they can't afford two hours a day to, like, be active. Yeah. And it's, like, I also love, like, I played golf today, then I went to the gym, and I'm probably going to go for a walk later. Oh, nice. Like, rough day. Super it's, active but, like, day. I have to do that. Yeah, me too. I, I have I, to do that. I like to, like, do, like, multiple, like, two-a-days or whatever. Yeah. I found out what two-a-days were the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so now I use it all the time. Just like it sounds. Two, two <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But someone just sent me that just that. Text me. I'm like, what does that mean? And I was like, we're talking about working out. <laughs> 
<laughs> what could it be? What could it be? I was like two hours a day, and then I figured it out. But anyways, but it is it is a luxury because like I would not be in the shape I was in if I didn't have to be. But yeah. I also enjoy it, so it's like it I comes also enjoy full it circle, too. and I yeah. feel good and like. Yeah, I won't eat. All. I don't really like hot dogs that much, but like brats and burgers and ice cream. Like I want to eat it all, but like, oh my gosh, I, I shouldn't. Cream. And yeah. like I don't most of the time, but sometimes I do. Yeah, I mean, I still eat whatever I want, but I just work out. Yeah, a lot, and uh, yeah, not so much, not so much meat. But anyways, the point is that we have to carry a healthy lifestyle, and I feel like we're fortunate for that. We are. Yeah. I have a question from a listener who knew you were coming on the podcast. Oh, which one? Which listener? <laughs> yeah, what person? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Oh, dang. Uh, you don't know him. But he wants um, to know about how you manage curly hair. What's your hair care routine? Ooh, my hair care routine. Because you have great hair. I have to do a... I should do like a thing, like a YouTube thing. A YouTube's real. on my video. My, <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> the influencer stuff yeah. that I've, I'm learning. TikToks. Yeah, the TikToks and stuff. Um, what's my... I just shower every day. <laughs> And I put um, Shea Moisture products in it. And that's it. And I fluff it up and I diffuse it. Set it and forget it. Yeah, it doesn't look good every day. You know, it just kind of, <laughs> like right now it's like kind of flat, but. <laughs> yeah. How do you fluff it up? Just like, see, this is why I need to do a YouTube video. You need to add a video I know, part I want to, to your thing because I could show the listener that you're talking about what I do. Show me and I'll paint a word picture. So like you like <laughs> bend over. Bend over. <laughs> you like put your head down. Yeah. And you just fluff it and up. And just fluff it up. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty simple. Yeah. What listener is it? Let me know after and I'll 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 send him the He doesn't have in- you will never know. Oh. Also getting it I get it cut with by the most random people. I think getting it cut often is yeah. key. I also think simplicity is key because I think you know, a lot of girls have like these really intense skincare routines and like all these products and it's so expensive. And then they're always like, you have such good skin. And I'm like, yeah, I just wash it sometimes. Like me and skincare. Like, yeah, same. I, I think our skin takes care of itself. But when you start doing all this shit, it's like it's like taking all these different medications to offset the side effects of the previous medications. Like maybe if you didn't take any medications, like, yeah, you'd be, you'd be OK. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My uncle has like the best skin and I'm like, he's in construction. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I moisturize. <laughs> The three M's, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. <laughs> yeah. Um, or sunscreen for the future. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think skin, I think it all comes from within, right? Like what you eat. Yeah. Lots of water. Like the yeah. simple stuff that your, our grandparents have been telling us. Or my grandma is always like, eat healthy, drink lots of water. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what was the question? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Being healthy for sure. Uh, the hair. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know. You're just kind of. It's just curly. It's just like I was born with curly hair. (laughs) It's just curly. (laughs) I don't know what to say. I got it from my mom. (laughs) I'll tell my friend that. Just, just. Just be healthy. I used to get my haircut at Fantastic Sam's. Oh, me too. I went to Great Clips. I was more of a Great Clips. Great Clips? Yeah. 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 And I. Yeah. Grayson does my hair now, but. Yeah. Grayson's boyfriend was on the podcast, Zach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zach was on the podcast. Because. I mean, so Angel, who should have a producer credit at this point, because she's like, <laughs> she's like behind the, the scenes. Yeah. Say hi to Angel. She'll be listening. I know. I love Angel. <laughs> we all I love, love you, Angel. Angel. Yeah, she's the best. Honestly, so wise. This taught me so much. She's um, very wise because she's like 45 years old. 
She's like 25 years old. Okay. Um, no one knows how old she is. I know. She's a mystery for sure. When I met her, I thought Talk she was Talk about 24. taking care of like yeah. herself. She's like Gen Z to me. She's What's the one below Gen Z? <laughs> There's like the new one. There's Gen a new, X? No. Is, is it Gen X? Gen Y? It might be Gen, maybe Gen Y. I don't know. I don't know because it goes it goes Gen X millennial. Oh yeah, Gen X is above. Yeah, millennial. Yeah, Gen X millennial, Gen Z, and then unknown. Because you're Gen Z. We'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a cusp, I think. Oh, you're a cusp. Because I I'm millennial, I believe. Yeah. Well, I think everyone, especially in like California, it's like I don't. People like, how old do you think I'm? I'm like, I don't know, twenty four to thirty eight. Like, you could be anything. Yeah, it's funny. They asked us to do for a group audition. They asked us our age, and I was like. I always do age range. I yeah. hardly ever do. Yeah. I hardly ever give my age. Because it can, it puts an idea in their head of how old you should look. Yeah. And then they can't see you as what, like, the category they want you to be in. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys true. have a real, like, heavy hitters group audience. You, Keenan, Angel. Um. Yeah. Me, Keenan, Angel, Tarek. We'll have to get Tarek on the pod because everyone else has been on. I know you should, but it varies too. It just yeah. depends on who's available. Yeah. Um, those are the la- the as of lately, those have been the yeah, four. Yeah, I saw those group shots from Ming, right? With Ming, yeah. But we've also, like, I've also auditioned with Zach. I've also mm-hmm. auditioned with Grayson. I booked with Grayson. I met Angel and Tarek on set. Didn't you meet Angel in Vietnam? I did meet Angel in Vietnam. Crazy. Man, that would be the, honestly, if I continue to do commercial, like, I just want to do all the travel jobs. I mean, it's funny because at the beginning of the year, I was like, I haven't really explored California. Yeah. That's like the key to manifestation. You just say things casually. And I booked, and then I went and I booked a job in San Francisco. Never been. Then I booked a job in Big Sur. Yeah. Um, And then uh, we went on vacation to Big Bear. But I was like, oh, wow, that was nice. Yeah. I love travel jobs. So you just <laughs> say things and then they come true. I uh, say things from the heart. <laughs> I feel like you're practicing some witchcraft. You're not. I don't know. I just. I don't. I think it's like the less you think about it, the 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 easier life becomes. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, I, there's definitely something to that. What's your? I feel like I'm just rambling now. You got to get me back on track, Michael. There's this no track. Acting. There's no track. There's nothing okay. about anything. But I'm okay. curious. So you. You do have this lightness. You're able to just kind of float through, and you've you've had a very like charmed career trajectory. You seem to be riding it out really well and making it sustainable. And like you post a lot on your stories on Instagram, like mm-hmm. like self tape. It's like t- tape one, tape two, tape three. Like you you obviously mm-hmm. have a lot of commercials every day. Mm-hmm. How do you bring that attitude of lightness and like taking it easy? two self tapes do you do a lot of takes do you just like put it on and like send it off i just put it on and send it off i do no more than three takes yeah. usually my first take is the best yeah but i i make sure it's the best so mm-hmm. like um i try not to practice things too much um and yeah no more than three takes i always usually send two takes even if they ask for one but i make really? sure that they're completely different do you know what i'm saying yeah. like I don't, if I'm going to send two takes, one better be like maybe deadpan and then the other one more animated. Yeah. Um, Because otherwise it's, you're just wasting time. You know, you're just adding more time. Yeah. If you're going to add on something they didn't ask for, it better be worth their time. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. That's a good, that's a good tip. Um, Yeah. And uh, that's it. Just. Just be me. (laughs) Just, um, well, um, 
I guess, yeah, just I read all the instructions. Of course. And uh, which is key. And I think that also takes practice. I think that was very, that was very unnatural for me when uh, self-tape started. Mm-hmm. I would miss things so much. Like, oh, full body slay. I sent yeah. it off without it. How do you do your full bodies? Um, well, uh, so I just learned this new thing on iMovie where mm-hmm. you take a picture. Yeah. And I'll show you after, maybe. Well, we can, can explain it, it to enough. our listeners, too. Um, so, so on, so I do all my auditions through iMovie. Yeah. On your phone or on your computer? On my phone. Yep. Well, I have a tablet, so I take all my favorites and I airdrop them to, okay. or like download them because I think it goes automatically onto my iPad. Um, so yeah, you, I do my slate and I do it slightly to either the right or the left and leave like a little gap. Oh, and you add it next to you. And then I add it you. next to it. Uh, just a still image of your full Just box. a still image of myself. Really? Yeah. It's really nice. I like And you that. don't have to like push all the way. I mean, I thankfully like the way I have it set up here, I thankfully can, can do it and yeah. it still looks clean and then yeah. I'll crop the video. So it's just. Because what just I always do is I do, they're always like phone in landscape mode only. Yeah. But for my full body, I'll turn body. it to portrait mode. Right. And then add in the effect where it like mimics the background. So it expands, spreads oh, it that's out. That's good too. I think that's perfect too. But I think I'm going to start doing what you do. I like it better. I yeah. just like quick to the point. I mean, I think that's key too for for self tapes. It's like no one wants to be watching like three minute videos. It's like the quicker they can figure yeah. out whether they like you or not, one, they'll be happy that you did that for them. Maybe they'll notice it and be like, let's bring her back because she's yeah. efficient. Yeah. And also it's just She's a pro, yeah. It's just comes off better. Um, it's less time on my part too. Yeah, I saw, I can't remember which casting director it was, but they posted a tip on Instagram that was like, slates are for information, not for not for performance. Yeah, exactly. Like, just get, like, we don't care. Like, you don't need to bring your bubbly attitude. Like, of course, be warm and welcoming and, like, yeah. all that. But, like, we want to see the scene. We want to see the, yeah. the performance. Yeah, and for, like, um, if it's, like, an improv thing, and you know how they're, like, usually, like, only under a minute, like, I'll, I'll run it for, like, a minute 30 or uh, two minutes and i'll just snip it like in the part that i th- i mean i'm sure everyone does that where yeah. my favorites are where you like when they're just asking a personality question no 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 like if it's like um and then you walk into the grocery store uh-huh. and you're like pulling things out of the bag and you just take the best part i the just meat take the best it. part yeah. yeah the meat that's smart yeah what about for personality questions because it's like tell us about an exciting summer plan you have you know um personality questions um I I also employ the like, the less I think about it, the better. Yeah, I, I just like that's... come up with an idea and then just like love the story I'm telling. Yeah, I think that's part of also like your lifestyle bleeding into the acting. Like I always just talk about what I just did. Yeah. You know, like I just went like if I had a question now, I just went on, uh, like a stair hike with Cam. Mm-hmm. You should probably get Cam on the podcast. Yeah. Um, she's a model, beautiful, stunning woman. Um, stunning she, good photographer too she's a great photographer she shot yeah. some of our group photos yeah and um, yeah so if they were like what like what did you do this weekend even though it wasn't the weekend yeah of course I'd be like oh I just discovered new stairs and like it's interesting and it's you know and I'm also very passionate and about it excited about it which I, comes through yeah it's like don't use anything that's stale because it re- they'll read it and I'll, I don't think they listen to audio sometimes i've heard that too i've heard they just watch to see your animated expressions yeah and that's what i do when i when i'm like picking my favorites Mm -hmm. i listen to all my auditions other than my slate um 
without audio yeah. and see if I'm like, do I look angry? Do I look happy? Yeah. Do I look like I'm like, I'm pissed off, like trying to get this over with? Do I look nervous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my little trick, I think I've mentioned it before, is like, especially when we used to go back into into the rooms for auditions mm-hmm. and like you're on this, you don't, don't get a chance to think about it. They're like, so like, what's your, your favorite food? Mm-hmm. And I'll just like, as I'm trying to think about it, I laugh to myself. So like the first thing oh, they nice. see is me laughing to see my teeth. And it gives me two seconds to be like, well, what the fuck is my favorite food? Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then they've at least like, no, I'm like, it primes me to be in a good mood to like give the answer. Yeah. Because on the spot, it's more difficult than if you're reading on the instructions on your computer, like, okay, I got to think about a vacation. Where would I, like, Japan's cool. Like, okay, I'll yeah. talk about that. It's different. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge tip for commercial. It's just walk into the room. Like if you're doing like, if we were to do a couples thing, we walk in laughing, yeah. you know? commercials are smiles and laughter and if they see that immediately it sets the tone yeah and i mean guaranteed callback i feel like because they just and like if you if you give them a glimpse that you're like an actor i guess that's what like maybe Mm -hmm. it just yeah well and i mean i don't know what i'm trying to say it's like it's tone it's like yeah don't screw up the scene don't not read the instructions but like yeah. They're picking you not really based on your performance. It's more about like the energy you're bringing. Yeah. And the second they see you based on look and attitude and some combination of those two things, like the director knows whether he likes you or not, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing. It's like I this is something that I just recently learned not so long ago. It's like you're not going to vibe with everyone. No. You can't work with every director. You can't work with every team. Um and that's okay yeah like that's okay if there was a miscommunication miscommunication during the callback with you and the director maybe you speak a different language you know and someone deserving will get that job that has the same language as that director or Mm -hmm. whatnot because i've had plenty where i'm like hmm i don't think i did a good job because i have no clue what he wanted you know yeah it just wasn't even though i tried and we got tried to do it because thankfully in callbacks they gave you multiple tries yeah and i Try not to beat myself up about it. I'm like, okay. Um, I like, I'll try to maybe go through a scenario where I kind of get what they want, but I'm also like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's not speaking my language. He's not with that director. Yeah, he or she and I are just not like on the same wavelength. And then you can think, you know, you don't want to beat yourself up about it, but you can think like, okay, in the future, like, what could I have adjusted? What could I have brought to the table differently? Yeah. Not like this is what he should have like yeah, I need I to have, hear it this way. You should know? I have asked more questions? Yeah. yeah. I mean that was what I when I first started doing commercial, I would sit in my car. So I would do it, right? I would do the callback or audition, and then I would sit in my car and run it like two or three times after. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do that too? Yeah, I think I think Killian was like, You get you can do it once or twice on the drive home. Like you like once it's over, yeah. like you can think about it once or twice, but then like forget about it because you'll drive yourself yeah. insane. Oh. You know? I would do it more than once twice. Well, <laughs> I would think about it for like a week. But the key is just not, not like get get in your mindset and be like, okay, what? Oh, I should have done it that way. Okay. And then move on with your life. Yeah. You know? You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get stuck in the trap of like coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So apart from applying to Facebook contests. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what advice <laughs> would you give to people who are – I mean, it's a very popular career path, this like modeling, this acting – yeah whatever we're doing yeah because that's the whole point of this podcast is just bringing these conversations that we have on set about how we're all trying to navigate this world Mm -hmm. to a larger platform 
mm-hmm. and to connect with people like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what would you say to Jace Lee five, six years ago? Um, I would say to chill out. No, yeah. I think so. <laughs> to be, I mean, I'm definitely very, it's funny. I was talking to a friend who was used to be an actor and he, I was like, he's like, you're doing so great. Like, congratulations. I'm like, thank you. I, and he used to say I was stubborn. <laughs> and I was like, I guess my stubbornness is working out. And he's like, it's not stubbornness, it's persistence. Yeah. Um, and I think stubbornness would... is different than persistence. Yeah, I think it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stubborn's like, if it's not my way, it, but you persistence is I'm gonna keep trying in different ways. Yeah, I yeah. want to keep trying. So I think I wish. Oh, I think I wish. I um would tell my younger self to just keep going at it and not be so hard on myself mm-hmm. um and as yeah just trust it just trust the process i know people say that so much but what am i trying to get at stubbornness persistence oh, i just lost my train of thought i'm curious like what what do you think oh here's this is what i was gonna say to keep trying even though there's so much failure like yeah. i was thinking about when i signed with daniel hoff agency mm-hmm I was turned down, I think, three times before. The last time that I auditioned was like, that was it. Otherwise, I think it's they give you three, and if you don't get in by three, yeah. they won't take yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were turned um, down twice by Daniel Hoff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's, yeah, but yeah. I knew that I wanted. I also kind of know what I want when I want it. Yeah. And I'm hard to, I'm very competitive, so I feel like I'm a force in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Not that I'm forceful, because I feel like sometimes I feel like I am being forceful. <laughs> um, I'm persistent, I guess. No. So, yeah. So, it took me. So, I kept trying. Yeah. You know? And I kept, like, the first time, I was so nervous. Like, so anxious to go in there, because I was like, my life could change if I sign with this agency. And I thought about all that stuff. Yeah. And I got in my own way. Yeah. Put and too much pressure on it. Put too much pressure on it. You're too hungry. It. They could smell it. They're like, mm. I don't know if they could smell it or I just did an awful job. Maybe that. I think it was that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the second time, which I do have thoughts on the whole smelling the yeah. desperation. Yeah. Because I've also gone through that. Yeah. Um, but then the second time, I didn't do a good job because they have you read, like they have you audition pretty much. Yeah. Like and a they cold, give you like a little script. Cold read, yeah. I didn't do a good job. And then they had me do it in Spanish. And I think that freaked me out. Um, and then the last time it was through a recommendation, but they had me audition again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I finally got in and it went well, I think because I wanted it so much. I started booking so much because yeah. I, I wanted to prove myself like, yeah, you took a shot on me. Like, this is why. Yeah. The pressure was on. Yeah. It's also really nice to know that you're human and wasn't just like <laughs> Facebook contests oh across the board. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. yeah, I think those that, were the two easiest, the Facebook contests. Yeah. Then that's when it really and that gave got you, real. that gave you the taste that it's possible. But then the rejection yeah. came and it's like, do you really want this? Yeah. And a lot of people would have walked away after Daniel Hoff turned down the first time. It's a lot more people would have walked away after the second time. Yeah. And then, you know, the people who go to the third time and like really want it, they get it. And yeah. so like, that's the thing that, there's so, you have to want it. There's an insane amount of rejection. It's like ninety percent rejection. I mean, I went through all. I went to all the open calls, and no one picked me, me up. I went to all those. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, "You're too short. Your measurements are wrong. You can only do commercial stuff, so you're not worth it to us." Yeah. 
Um, I remember going to the last open call and I remember, so embarrassing. It was for, not going to say the agency. (laughs) Um, and the guy was like, no, like very like mean about it. Like in a movie. Yeah. Like worst Prada. And I had a, I had a book because I did have the American Eagle shots and I had the ones with Liz and I, I think those were the only, so I didn't really have a full book. Yeah. Um, and he was cold about it. I don't want to say he was mean about it because maybe it's his personality type. But he was yeah. cold about it. And I remember being like, please, like, you're my last agency. Like, just give me a shot. And he's like, no, sorry. He didn't even say come back later. Yeah. He didn't and give I, you any advice. Or no like, advice. Yeah. No, don't get. And he didn't say get new pictures or anything. I was just yeah. like, OK, that's it. But I had submitted to some um, online and that's how I got my first agency. Yeah. Bella Agency. They're a boutique agency. Shout out to them. They were great um, yeah. for me. Um, and uh, yeah. And I booked a bunch. I booked my first audition with them. I f- booked my first audition with Daniel Hoff, too. Okay, back to being charmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good balance. It's a beginner's luck. But you wanted sure. it. Like, you got a yeah. taste of it. You got your foot in the door. And then you earned it, which is the important part. Because, I mean, there's this. I don't, it's some story. I can't remember where I heard it, but um, this like famous Navy SEAL captain. He's like, what do you say to people when they approach you and say, I want to be a Navy SEAL? And he says, don't do it. You're not good enough. Don't do it. You can't do it. And he's like, they're like, why do you say that? He's like, because the people who say, fuck you, I'm going to do it mm-hmm. are the people we want. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I mean, I remember I did a like a theatrical class in college or theater class, not theatrical. And um, I told him I was moving to L.A. Yeah. And he's like, you shouldn't. You're not going to make it. Like, there's yeah. there's no way. Like, it's really, he said it's really hard to make it in L.A. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not know. the response. I liked him, too, as a teacher. I was like, not the response I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, we'll see. <laughs> see, that's, I mean, that could have, for a certain type of person, you would have been like, oh, I guess maybe not. Like, yeah. let's continue with pre-med. Yeah. And that's, and you have to have that sort of persistence and maybe even a little bit of stubbornness being like, mm, I don't think so, <laughs> you know, yeah. because when you get out here, it's going to be really hard. So if you if you Man, balk yeah. at the first sign of rejection, this ain't your career. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to go back to um, the the desperation thing. Yeah. I wanted you to touch on that. Um, so I used to bartend. Mm-hmm. I bartended for a long time. How old am I? No one, no one needs to know. For a long time. I bartended for a long time. Between 18 and 42. <laughs> yeah, let's just say that. I was like, if I say how long I've been bartending, then yeah. I'll give away my age, and then it's like a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so I the reason I quit was because I was getting busy with work. So then I would work one shift, a mm-hmm. brunch shift. I loved it. I miss it. So um, at Franklin and Company. Have you ever been there? Dude, I live right there. Yeah, live you live right there. It's not yeah. there anymore. They went and it's under. it's a Mexican restaurant now. Yeah, they went under. But one of my favorites, all my regulars would come in. But um, yeah, so I, I quit because I got way too busy um, with scheduling. And because it's like, you might work tomorrow. It's like, you can't say yeah. that to your employer. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean you might work tomorrow? And like, p- restaurants in LA are so sick of actors being like, I quit. I booked a co-star. Yeah. And I, girl, honestly, whatever. oh my gosh, the job in Vietnam. Yeah. I was working, it was a Sunday, I was working brunch that day. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent now. No, I'm, with, I'm tracking you, don't worry. Uh, I was um, I was working brunch that day, and one of the agents, I don't remember who, was like, 
you need to get passport pictures and send them to me ASAP. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, like I've always been really cool with all my managers at restaurants. Yeah. I mean, I definitely pride myself in my work. I think I'm a good worker. So I, I think the, well, anyways, long story short, she, uh, I told my manager, I was like, Hey, the owner might not know this, but anyways, it's, I, it's out of business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you I, did it. This is your fault. <laughs> the manager was there and I was like, Hey, I, my agent wants passport pictures for the job. I, this job I just did. Can I run to CVS? I'll be here before the restaurant opens for yeah. brunch. Yeah. So this was like the 1030 and the restaurant opens at 11. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And Rachel, a girl that's also used to be an actress. I was like, can you, she didn't know how to bartend, but I was like, just like, can you pour people waters up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm not back in time? Yeah. So I left my job, went to CVS, got pictures done also look i looked awful that day because i used to like not i don't like when i'm working i'm like in my bun don't yeah. wear makeup yeah just looked not cute but just bend over fluff <laughs> bend over fluff <laughs> um yeah and i and i got my pictures done i sent them in and then i booked that vietnam job yep what was i getting at because you're getting at that like you used to bartend and then you you left it because you started booking a lot. So, yeah. So, I didn't like being in that uncomfortable situation. Yeah. yeah you can't be all, all – you're kind of one foot in, one foot out. It's not fair to your bosses. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. fair to, yeah, the restaurant. So, yeah, I ended up quitting. And then I ended up booking a lot. And then I would have my slow seasons, which mm -hmm. I didn't know what the hell that – what the heck that meant. Um, and I would start to freak out. Yeah. And, and you get slower. And yeah. It, yeah. And then I would go into the room and be like, here I am. Yeah. Red stew. Ready. Red yeah. stew. Yeah. <laughs> ready to perform. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I wouldn't book. And I was like, what is happening? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. What? I've lost it. I'm never booking ever again. Yep. What is happening? And I just quit my bar like. And I just quit oh, my no. bartending like, yeah. job. So yeah. then, thankfully, I kept in touch with all of my bar jobs, and like I would text them, be like, "Do you need a bartender tonight? Because I need to make money. Yeah, I need. To yeah, I need to make money." And then that's how. And then I would book again because I'm picking up shifts, and mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, I just feel security now yeah. when I bartend, and when I go into the room, I'm just enjoying." being at the audition yeah and being an actor yeah and you don't need it you you'd like it yeah but I don't you don't need, need it. it yeah and i got used to that feeling and then i slowly stopped bartending once i figured out what that feeling was of how do you how do you create that feeling because there are times when it's slow and like i feel that eagerness that hunger creep in um i distract myself with other things i think okay go on elaborate um Hmm. Maybe I'm still figuring it out too. Yeah. I, if I feel desperate, I call it out obviously after the audition and like, I just distract myself. I'll go on like a run. I'll mm -hmm. go out with my friend Za, or friend, usually it's one. <laughs> I have one friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. And try to forget about it and then Try not to be so desperate the next day, I guess. Yeah. I mean, because I was having lunch with an age, a talent agent at CAA. She has like big talent client, big like A-list clients. And uh, we were meeting about something separate. But she was like, the best actors you know, starting out are people who have other sources of income. Because they, they're just like, yeah, this is like a fun, like I'm not attached to it. And yeah. that's, but that's a really hard thing to create because I think 
it's tough to have like a backup plan in LA if you're like, you know, you see mm-hmm. the people who like, oh, I got this like real estate job and then like, well, that's making me money. So I'm going to stop auditioning. Yeah. And they, so it's like this weird. I think actually while you were saying that, I think I've just, I'm not scared to go back to bartending. Right. So I there. think that's what it is. Yeah. I've already did that where I went back to bartending. So I'm like, if I don't book for a while, I can just, it's not the end of the world. I can just do what I just did and okay. put up my managers and i still event bartend sometimes and i yeah. more do it because i enjoy it i like cooking i like working with my hands i think it's in my nature um so sometimes i just want to go and bartend it's just knowing that you're secure like it's just i will be okay no matter what i'll be okay no matter what yeah the universe will provide the universe will provide and hopefully i have one or two spots running or a uh, spot sorry <laughs> I don't want to come off like I'm like, no, this is you, why I was scared to talk on this podcast. You don't come off like you have a big ego at all. You come off very humble and like you've earned this and you deserve where you are. And well, thank you. you're still working hard and like looking forward, but enjoying yeah. the process. You're doing all the right things. Yeah, I try to. I'm yeah. definitely humbled by, I think this industry is constantly humbling me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you think you're special? You're not that special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, actually, you're kind of special. No, you're not. Oh, you're, like... you thought your face was gonna be in it? We actually just used your toe. Yeah. <laughs> One toe. Yeah. Like, we used just... the back of your calves. Yeah, we used the back of your calves. Uh, so it's not a big deal. But uh, but it's good. It's a good yeah. balance. Well, you've covered so much. I'm really glad you did this. Yeah, I have so much more to say. We'll have to do like a if we're done. What else you got? Keep going. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have, I'm a, kind of a hot mess when when it comes to like gathering thoughts, but like. Um, I don't know. Commercially, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> All right. So until part two, we'll we'll discuss more <laughs> when you figure it out. But what's like the last parting bits of wisdom you'd give to our listeners before we sign off? Um, see, I try to think about this, but then I forget. I think for commercial, so I can only speak for commercial, um, and print, like commercial yeah. print. That's our I world. Think yeah. The quicker you can just be yourself, the quicker you'll start booking. Like, I think that's the key to this yeah. industry. Yeah. It's just be, look, we'll first figure out who you are. Stop trying to be all things to all people all at once. Yeah. All be yourself and know that, like, you're going to get picked every once in a while. Yeah. Well, commercials represent all kinds of people. Yeah. So you, you know, we all have similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as you figure out who you are, you'll you'll be able to exude that in an audition or on set, and yeah. it kind of will just all go from there. Yeah, I think it's important to also okay take acting classes. I yeah, think. yeah. Learn the like it's a skill set. It's a it's, yeah. It's weird, you know, because when you sur- first start auditioning, if you haven't taken classes yet. Then you look back after you've taken classes and you're like, oh, I did everything wrong. wrong yeah. And that's why I didn't book anything. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking I should have taken more classes off the bat because yeah. I kind of learned on set and on mm-hmm. at auditions. And I could have I could have made it easier for myself. I'm sure everyone around me didn't notice that I was like, like, for example, the American Eagle shoot. They did probably didn't know I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Um, but it would have just been better if I would have. It would, I would have enjoyed it more if I took classes. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff you you can only learn through osmosis on set and through talking to other actors. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, like, I remember doing stuff where they're like, don't bend. You're just, like, shoving your ass at the camera. Don't bend over that way. Bend over this way. It's just, like, little things you learn about, like, yeah. positioning and framing. And But there's also yeah. stuff about, like, 
look at the camera when you're in the audition room. Like they need to see your face. Yeah. You know, just, you know don't, up. don't turn and face the person you're speaking to all the time. Like it, it's this weird way of talking where I'm talking to you, but I'm not looking at you. Yeah. Cheat out. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was on the Sephora set and uh, they, they casted models. I think I was the only actor they casted for that one. And um, I had a scene with a guy and it made the cut. Thank God. Um, and I was like, hey, we're about to we're supposed to look at each other right now. But you look that way. Yeah. Because so you can cheat out for the camera and I'll look that way and it'll look like we're looking at each other. Yeah. You look like, just trust me. Yeah. Trust me. And he was like, oh, thank you for so much for saying that. And it does feel so awkward. Mm hmm. Because he's giving me a gift and I'm supposed to be like, oh, my gosh, thank you. You know, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Yeah. To like, I don't know. But your grip, eyes, if you, you know? think about like the depth of field, like your eyes are in line with his eye. Like, yeah, it hard. makes sense. The for diagram some makes I saw, sense. I saw the ad and makes I could have honestly I could have cheated it out a little bit more. See, I'm still learning things. But um, yeah, it's like um, those are the technical yeah it's practice i don't know practice auditions yeah that's with just screen craft i mean like yeah. if they're like look behind you if you just look to like the left yeah. on camera it looks like you're looking back yeah so like it because it like indicates behind you as opposed to actually turning your head around so it's the back of your head yeah yeah and that's just those are just weird little things to pick up yeah um, so like maybe workshops for sure yeah to speed up the process do everything like also, everything you can make as many mistakes as possible as quickly as make as many mistakes as quickly as possible does learn, that make sense yeah, learn from them learn from them fall early fall small yeah because i was so scared to not book for the longest time that i would just do what was safe mm -hmm. and i it, it doesn't work no but don't be too crazy don't be too crazy either. <laughs> I've gone to some audition rooms and I'm like, we're doing, we're like group audition. I'm like, we're doing too much. Back when it was in person. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that was a whole lot of things happening. Yeah. Um, listen. Listening is so important. Listening. I'm saying so much. I yeah, don't know. There's, um, listening is key. Um, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> we'll end on listening. <laughs> yeah. Listen to your director at the callback. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. Yes, of course. Until part two. Yeah. We come back and we figure out what your final solution is for where your career is going. I know. Maybe I'll be casting. Because you said you wanted to figure it out on this podcast. You're like, I'm now I'm ready to talk about it. So we'll I know. See. Yeah. I'm just ready to talk about. I'm just hopeful that kind of what i'm everyone's journey is so different that's why i was so see i keep talking <laughs> good i'm just just nudging you along <laughs> um, every everyone's journey in this in this industry this acting industry is so different totally different that's why i was so nervous because i was like i don't want anyone to take what i'm saying that you should do as what it like as like that's gonna help you that's like you're gonna make it that way yeah i can only speak to my experience and like i said i've had odd luck like i don't know I don't know what I'm doing yet in a way. Like I can't write a book and be like, if you do this, then you'll book. You'll yeah, get because it, that's you your that. path is very specific to you. Yeah. And that's why like I'm, I selfishly do this podcast because I get to talk to people like yourself. Like, and from each, like if I went back and thought about like episode 14, I don't know who that was. And like, but each individual person, like, oh, Nate Holston, like I remember how he talked about like style and how to like bring 
marry your own style with what they want for the audition and like Mm -hmm. be authentic with that. Like for each person, like I pulled one gem, you know? Mm -hmm. So like in the composite, I picked up all these tips, but like, it's not like I'm only going to do what Danny Faisenfeld did. I'm only going to do what Jace Lee did Mm -hmm. because then you can't, it's not one size fits all. Yeah. But all together, you just, you take what you like and leave the rest. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I do talk a lot on my, on my Instagram. Yeah. Like just rant about industry stuff. Yeah. And hopes that people will gain something from it. Um, Yeah. I kind of just want to try everything and then hope that, other people it's helpful to other people yeah yeah so follow you on instagram watch your stories yeah sometimes i delete them though because i'm like i've said too much people are gonna get sick of me (laughs) but i don't have that many followers it's okay (laughs) but if they're following you they like it i mean they're loyal they can mute you whatever yeah that's true you do you be you just be you that's the number one figure out who you are and go in that room and show them (laughs) all right i love it thank you yes of course until next time until next time bye kids bye (laughs) 